And we're live and we are harmonizing. We're harmonizing, folks. The clock. To start off the top of the show today, Mike and I are going to do an all acapella version of all of your favorite Christmas songs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We just lost every single one of our zero listeners. I'm going to be the guy who does the bass, so I'm just going to go, Oh, yeah, you take the easy way out. That's really fair. That's I, you know, it's a, that's not easy, you know? You got you go without bass, you got nothing, you know? Yeah. You the yeah. backbeat of the whole song. Yeah, and then I have to remember all these songs that I don't even know. <laughs> so it's, we should have prepared much more for this if we were going to do it. Yeah, it's probably better that we have our ideas before we start the show. Yeah, I know. But you know what, Mike? Then I have to prepare, and I won't do it. I can't. I don't have the time, honestly. Who has the time? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's, the, that's the constant struggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, good morning, uh, and welcome to Content Content. Uh, Mike, you got a, a festive sweater on, man. I mean, somewhere Mr. Rogers is smiling, and I hope you intend it that way, and I think that you do. And Mr. T. It's a, I, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Mr. Rogers and Mr. T. Uh, two are the, a couple of great misters. Um, some of the finest misters <laughs> I've ever heard. Of. Yeah, man. That's a good one. <laughs> when they come out with a podcast, I'll be listening. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, salute to the misters today. <laughs> Morning, Navi. Morning, Navi. Ooh, I like Look those at this new cool font. Wow, like StreamYard that. stepping it up. Yeah, you know we don't do advertising on content content, but we do use Streamyard, and they're 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 pretty cool. Yeah, and we could use a couple free months. I mean, that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> you know, wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, to our faithful listeners, Mike Shock Gomez sporting a mohawk here at the end of 2020. Homemade, Mike. Let me be the first to say it looks phenomenal. I saw a picture of you on the internet with it, and I said. He looks so cool. <laughs> what was the impetus for this mohawk? The, uh, Erica was just giving me the haircut, usual the, my my quarantine haircut, and um, <laughs> right. I've I've come to like it. So it's just it's my Pema Chodron st- hairstyle. It looks good. And uh, then I was like, hey, I wonder how I'd look with a mohawk just for fun. So we we attended to just do it, look at it, maybe take a picture, laugh about it, and then just shave it off. But then, but while, then while we did it, we were just like, let's leave it on for Christmas. Like, yeah, the kids will get a kick out of it. Like, all right, let's, let's do it. And here it is, hanging around. Now, here we are two days post-Christmas, and you're still rocking it, man. Yeah, I don't I think I think it looks great, to be honest. I'll take it. <laughs> so just briefly, Mike, I hope you had a nice holiday. Um, I know that I did. Uh, I was with family upstate. Um, Navi says my quarantine haircut is bald. Well, here's the deal, man. It doesn't matter because nobody's nobody's going anywhere anyway. There's no fancy soirees any of us have to go to. It's true. So shit, we might as well be bald. Michael Hawk Gomez. (laughs) Go ahead. That's good. DJ Shock to DJ Hawk, folks. Oh, Ooh, hey, the, a hawk is a formidable, uh, formidable animal, Mike. That's, that's that's a heck of a spirit animal. If you're trying to channel one. something for 2021, I think Joanna just gave you a big gift there. Michael <laughs> Hawk Gomez. Um, yeah. yeah, was was that was the holiday all right, Mike? Let me ask you this: Did it feel like the holiday? 
you know, did you have some sense of a normal holiday? Yeah, I I think there was, it's, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this year. Yeah, I know, right? I, I mean, right before we, we came on the show, I think I was saying that uh, it's just such a weird year because, you know, you you stuck, you're staying still, but I do feel like I made a ton of progress, like spiritually. And, and then I was also thinking that in some weird way, I feel like, I know, I know that this is like a weird thing to say, but in some strange way that we needed to stop because well, everything I, was I going so fast and everything was so crazy. And, but then that's, you know, and, and I made the joke of, uh, I have another mug here, you know, brand made, new mug folks, man of many mugs. This one was gifted, <laughs> uh, by my son to me and my wife and it actually heats itself up. So no Come more on. microwaving. No or more. anything. It just heats itself up. Stays hot. Stays hot. So, and the thing is with this year, I don't know what mug to put this year in. <laughs> I got all kinds of mugs and it's just, it's like, it's so, oh, I don't know how to describe it because there there's things I'm, I'm thankful for. <clears throat> and there's so many things that I'm frustrated about. Yeah. And it's just so weird because there's so much I hate to say this because it's a tragic year, but there is blessing in it for me at least, and I'm lucky yeah. for that. You know, and I, I have to admit it, or I wouldn't be truthful. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's just you know, it's a lot of mess and and difficulty and tragedy, and I mean, God, from from everything, you know. Obviously, I don't yeah. even have to recount it. Every everyone watching knows what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and that's why it's such a it's so weird to me. I don't know what to do with it, Derek. What's your, you know, and 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 uh, I don't know what to do with it. And, and by the way, how was your holiday? I, I think I, you went to spend it with family, right? I did. I went upstate, so we didn't do the. Uh, don't come at me, CNN. Okay, we didn't do the extended family thing. <laughs> All right, I saw Blitz, no answer. I got, listen, I got blitzer. I saw on, no grandma speed dial. Wolf, Wolf Blitzer desperately wants to be on the show. I won't have him. I'm not interested in what he has to say. I'm or whatever his freaky beard looks like. Everyone, <laughs> I'm on his team. But I was with uh, my sister and my brother-in-law and niece and nephew and my girlfriend and, and the parents. And um, nice, you know, it, it felt as much like a Christmas as anything else felt normal during. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this year, which is to say, like, ah, we did the best we could. You know, <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, <laughs> I did like it. it was, I was prefer. I mean, being home, staying home on Christmas—that's uh, that that would be strange for me. I will say. Um, so, you know, and and it's an interesting point, Mike. About and honestly, this is going back to one of our earliest episodes. We were talking about well, if if because I agree with you that. There are benefits to having the world just kind of like, if not stop, slow down for a little while, mm-hmm. and whether you're working from home or whatever. And again, it's difficult to talk about this stuff because you know that so many people either were sick or out of work or continue yeah, that, to be. The numbers the are higher than they were in March. It. Yeah. So it's very difficult to say, well, I benefited from some of this. Um, however... One of the things we talked about in one of our earlier earliest episodes back in April, say, was like, well, something has to come from all of this. 
And that my big fear was that eventually people start going back to work, whatever we get, the vaccine seems like it's coming. And then it's just instantly we like completely forget that this year happened and everything's just back to normal. Nobody says anything about it ever. And in 2023, yeah. we're like, you know, yeah, remember that thing? Eh, whatever. I remember that. Yeah. That if a fair, uh, if a, uh, some significant chunk of people had time to, uh, if not pull the brake on their lives, at least shift down. I'm not a car guy, folks. Uh, but slow down a little bit. And again, consider how they feel about things, which we generally don't have time to do. Mm-hmm. That some kind of shift can occur in in one's life, and a shift that we choose to do, as opposed to constantly being a lot of times oppressed by our external circumstances, even if yeah. it's waking up before you want to. That's a weird one too, because that see, and that continues the theme of what I was saying about with the mugs. It's like you, you, you you were stopped you know like this year we were stopped we were put still so it feels like we lost control but really we kind of got some control (laughs) it's so weird (laughs) well mike where we have found paradox we have found truth man it's so weird and And i think that's why it's so hard to put into something i mean yeah in terms of right like you know, this is like a meme now, but like, what do you do with your New Year's resolutions for 2020? You know, did you did you go on that that worldwide trip you wanted to take? I feel, <laughs> you know what? I feel so I feel so guilty because I did really good on mine. <laughs> I did. They were listen. If well, I was you, to man. go, if, if I was to go read them, I'm going. Can can I real quick? Because I have a picture of them. If you would like to, Mike, not to read them me. all, but just generally speaking. None of them are about trips or anything, so I lucked out. That's good. You didn't have any travel related. No, it was all any, about internal any, stuff. Um, yeah, lots of having yeah. big parties. You didn't have any of those goals. No, it just was like be grateful <laughs> in the present, hopeful about the future, that kind of stuff. You know, make being content an intentional goal. This is before the podcast. Hey, now. Uh, create a space in my life for things and people I love. Completely accept people for who they are. Be kind to myself. Journal, at, this I didn't do. Journal at least half of the 365 days of the year. Deeply listen to people close to me until I hear uh, what their words fail to communicate. Hold my space. Read more. Learn. This is where I really did well. Read more, learn more, and watch more documentaries. And then here's where content content comes in, because this is before. Mm-hmm. Do something completely new with my complete commitment and passion. Mike. Oh. Damn it, I did it. That's pretty great, man. <laughs> and I just I looked at them this morning. I'm proud of you, man. I just looked at them this morning, and but I said you the, can hang your head on that, my friend. They were very quarantine friendly. <laughs> you got lucky. There, I just I got say. lucky. Yeah, they, they, all these had no idea this was going to happen, <laughs> but they were very quarantine. So here, for you this year coming, there's some yes. quarantine friendly. That's right. Things you can do for 2021. That's right. Uh, so just highly advisable. All, just, all stuff that you don't need to go anywhere for. <laughs> you don't need to meet up with anyone. This is just stuff you can do with yourself. <laughs> Scratch off that trip to Brazil. Yeah. And it, fill it in with something like that. It's just you, you, and you. <laughs> <laughs> Pop a bottle for Mike, Mike G. G. He did it, folks. Yeah. He did it. <laughs> and I did Mohawk. I didn't even put that in there. <laughs> 
I know that was like a bonus. <laughs> it's just extra. Well, let me say that uh, uh, based off that, Mike. Like um, one of the things that I think was brought into focus this year was that, and this is always true, but it was definitely true this year that because the universe is an enormous supercomputer of which we are a tiny grain of sand, we have control over so few things. Um, and, uh, but so like we can't control again, brought into focus this year, we can't control the pandemic and what the government's response is to it and how the countries are fighting over what they should do and what the prices are of the blah, blah, blah. Um, but we can control our own relationship to the world and all of your goals that you did manage to accomplish had to do with you personally and what was in your purview on a day-to-day -day basis. And even your, as we say, like, uh, habitual thought patterns, those are the things we can control. And again, that was brought even more into focus this year when we at times could not leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is that's always kind of the truth, whether we're out uh, and about and gallivanting through the world. Um, home is where the heart is, my friend. The great wisdom is always simple. Yeah. And um, what we can control is our own mind, our own heart. Um, and we can impact the world through that. Um, so, uh, yeah, highly advisable, especially given that we're, it seems like we're going to have to be inside for at least this winter to gear the New Year's resolutions toward things that are in your control, which are the most important things anyhow, and also the only things that you can do. <laughs> yeah, that you can have any type you can of actually do. <laughs> These, especially now. Well, okay, let me let me tell you a quick story, Mike, uh, that uh, I found very encouraging um, and very silly. Um, I was really, you ever have a moment where you really laugh at yourself? Oh, that's a good combo. As the best. So this happened to me, I, I want to say it was like last Tuesday. So Christmas on Friday, still in New York on Tuesday. And I was uh, in Atlantic Terminal um, transferring subways to get my butt home. And I was just walking down the steps. And I had the thought that, and I, this sounds like so egotistical. It sounds like very simple, like, of course. I just, I just have finally had the thought, you know what? I don't think I'm going to get enlightened in this lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the second I had that great. thought, I just started laughing. I like, I just bursted <laughs> out laughing. And like That's one great. of the great things about New York city is you'll absolutely never be the most weird person on any street ever. So you can just be whatever you want to be. That's the truth. Coupled with, like, I had my mask, so you really can't, like, No you one can't will bother tell. you, though. You do anything yeah. you want, and they'll just I walk was, right by you. Exactly. I was, like, doubled over laughing because this is so egotistical and so <laughs> silly that I'm like, here we are, we're doing the show, I'm chasing these spiritual teachings, I'm tapping into ultimate truth, and I honestly, and I just, I never, like, looked at it this way, but I... I truly, so ignorant. I truly, truly thought like, I don't know, man. I, 
<laughs> go, go, go. This is great, Derek. <laughs> I might, like, you know, I, I've made progress, you know, and like, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm a Buddha, but like, I might get to a place where I'm like, oh, good morning, Root. Good morning, Root. I might, you know, really be able to. This could be the one. Where I don't know how, what incarnation I'm in. You know, clearly I'm a. You know, I've got some handle on some wisdom principles. So what popped your balloon? My entire life, <laughs> everything that's ever I've ever thought. But you need see, you need all that hot air to fill up the balloon, Derek. It's true. Yeah. Or you that, can't pop that's it. Actually, absolutely true. You can't pop it without and without hot air. It made me think of like. And 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 it it wasn't like it just made me laugh so much, and it was like also a tremendous relief. That's what I was feeling too. Yeah, like oh, thank God I don't have to get enlightened this time around because it seems like <laughs> so much work. <laughs> because where I'm at now, it's like holy Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny, man. That's a good. That's a really good one. That was great. Thank you for sharing that. And, and it, it, I guess it's kind of in line with Pema Chodron's hopelessness mm -hmm. that her hopelessness is actually filled with hope, but it is a realistic, rooted in the now hope. Yeah. She's a and not one. this like looking 10,000 feet in the future being like, I'm going to climb this enormous mountain and be the greatest man that ever lived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which which is what we're all doing, right? <laughs> That's the thing, you know. And it, it, yeah, it really felt like a tremendous relief. I was like, you know what? Why don't I just do the best I can this time around? And then maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> maybe I'll figure that out uh, when I'm a rhino or something. <laughs> um, I'll leave that to next time around. This time around, I'm just going to try and do the best I can, man. <laughs> that, that's that's a funny thought, right? Like, let's say you, you keep doing all this human stuff, <laughs> and, then, and then finally you come back as a rhino, and it's you got it all, you figured it all out. You're, like, you're, 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 you're gallivanting through, you know, through through uh, some somewhere in Africa, and and you're just running around, and you're like, I got it. And you're you're a, a rhino meditating underneath the Bodhi tree. Joanna says, I don't know. Sounds more like humility to me. Now, Joanna, don't blow up my ego now. Don't I <laughs> Damn it, Derek, be proud of your humility. Cut it out. <laughs> so that was a, a tremendous little moment I had with myself uh, this week. Uh, and it made me feel much better, I must say. Uh, and, and quite a conclusion to a very bizarre year. Yeah, it sounds like a good release. It felt amazing, man. Yeah. It really did. I've really have felt lighter ever since. Um, yeah, stop trying to get enlightened. Uh, hot tip for, from today's hot episode. Tip. Hot tip. Stop trying to find the complete answer to everything. Well, Mike, uh, given that we're doing as the end of the year, mm -hmm. um, 2020, the greatest year in anyone's life ever. Everything this year was totally perfect and absolutely fine. Exactly. Um, so I just wanted to do a little kind of year in review of content content and run through some of the bigger principles that we have either read about, discussed, or dare I say invented here on content content. Um, because I think, I think this is good to do at the end of the year, you know? Mm -hmm. um, just a big, 
10,000 foot view of the uh, big old things we discussed. The first of which, Mike, and I'm going to take it to the first episode, and it's interesting how this has been reinforced, rediscovered. Uh, always encouraging when Mike and I discuss something and then we find out Socrates discussed it also. <laughs> it's really, really pat on the back because that guy, as far as I know, pretty yeah. smart. Not bad for a lunchtime conversation. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> um, and you know where I'm going with this, Mike, but uh, can you tell me a little bit about what the selfish selflessness is? Uh, because it seems like a paradox. Yeah, it's it, it sure does. Uh, but, you know, the selfish selflessness is something that I've come to live by and accept. And uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's something important. So when you're when you're selfish by taking care of yourself, by looking inward, by um, looking at yourself, you know, trying to be content, automatically that selfishness converts to selflessness. Because if you're kind to yourself, you're going to be kind to everybody else. If you understand yourself and how screwed up you are, you won't be so judgmental to uh, look at someone else and say, hey, man, that guy's all screwed up. So you kind of go from being um, this sort of um, person who's just constantly looking outside. You start looking inside and it's it's weird because that actually makes you really in tune and in line with everything. It's sort of the selfish selflessness is actually a pretty damn good path to oneness and i would add to that that like it it kind of has to do with how we are um like spiritually fed um or or what what we are truly positive experiences i i think when a person gets later in life when they look back on their life it's rare that they say like, man, when I got that Xbox, that was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> they tend to say not things they received, but experiences they had, yeah. be they positive or negative, they were nonetheless impactful. And as opposed to, as the value system would tell us, and we'll get into that in a minute, uh, as opposed to filling our needs with material things, which have a very selfish kind of bent to them most times, mm. um, having experiences, and again, this is uh, brought into focus in 2020, having experiences, hugging your grandma are the things that truly make you feel good, give you a sense of purpose and give you a sense of like pride in yourself and what you have done. So doing something that's selfless, um, like let's say throwing a party for somebody or you know, uh, volunteering at a soup kitchen, are actually selfish because you yeah. yourself are benefiting from them and benefiting more than anything else. Um, so there's uh, the utmost uh, motivation to do selfless, selfless acts because here's the dirty secret. It makes you feel really good. Yeah, that's a, I like the, Yeah, thank you for putting the other side of it too. That's so true. It's so true. It's like when you... Uh, you know, speaking of, you know, Christmas just passing, if, if you if you do get lucky enough to buy someone a gift that they really appreciated and, and needed or wanted, you know, it's it is a joy, you know, to see someone like, oh, my goodness, you know, like, you know, not just, you know, anything, but something they really maybe always wanted, but just wouldn't buy for themselves, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling. It is a, uh, a, a wonderful feeling. And that is actually a pretty yeah, clear-cut example. Like, you ever get somebody a gift that they really wanted or really liked? Um, you feel excited before they open it? You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they're going to love this. Mm-hmm. And you are... that. That is a positive experience for you, also. <laughs> it's true, it, and it, it, I mean, it could be equal or sometimes even greater than the person receiving it. Yeah, exactly. Say. Yeah, right. Um, so be selfless because it's actually selfish. <laughs> That's a cheat code for the universe. The next one I have written down, Mike, and I need you to explain this to me, and I will quote uh, the Honorable Joseph Cortez, a dear friend of the show. Mm-hmm. What is the second mountain, Mike? Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna stump me on this one. Uh, <laughs> the the second mountain, I think, is 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 after you've you've climbed uh, the success mountain and and sort of the. Uh... Can you help me with this one, Derek? I think I'm gonna screw this up. So I I'm think gonna I stop understand myself. it, but I, I okay. I'm going to stop myself. Well, I'll do my best, and then you can maybe fix it up a little bit. Do some repair. I think the second mountain is, um, Roop says, Thich Nhat Hanh's teaching. Um, Do you know which teaching he's referring to there, Mike? Maybe maybe Thich Nhat Hanh did the second mountain kind of thing. It could be. Um, Well, yeah, because, I mean, for me, I'll just, just a little bit. For me, the second mountain is sort of like you get to this point in your life where you kind of climbed all the mountains everybody told you to tell, to to climb and now you're climbing that second mountain which is the one that you really should probably be climbing and it's more of a, a you thing you know a connected thing and i think i did a bad job of that but no but i think i think you were correct man or at least that's how i kind of understand it and it's like um wh- at before you start climbing the second mountain, I think people will tend to have what's commonly referred to as a midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, good. Particularly in America, the American value system. You're racing to a point and you're doing everything that the external circumstances are telling you to do. Get good grades in high school so you can go to a good college. Get good grades in college so you can have a good job. Uh, work harder at your job so you can get promoted. Uh, Roop says selfish selflessness. Um, that's a Thich Nhat Hanh. See, it, Mike, doesn't it feel great? Thich Nhat Hanh is one of that's the greatest funny. spiritual teachers of the 20th and 21st century. And yet we also came up with that idea. Okay, Thich yeah. Nhat Hanh, so we'll see you, you in court. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so cool? It's like when you, and the, and I want to just, you know, this is not, you know, it, it's hard, you know, when you're going to spiritual things and, and, philosophy and, and these kind of things you know it's hard to get this like concrete proof that that a scientist is lucky enough to get in a laboratory you know yes. we, we don't have that like difficult to nail down and, and that thing we can do but isn't it nice how many times Derek have we just been in conversations come up with something like that and say yeah isn't that true next thing you know Socrates you know then then like Roop, Roop just brought up um Someone else has selfish selflessness. And then we've seen it in other places so many times. And it's like that to me, I mean, that's my scientific evidence in the spiritual right. things that what I've, what I've been repeating a lot is that, you know, the knowing of the heart, 
versus the knowing of the intellect. Hmm. And that knowing of the heart is the knowing knowing. And I believe that all those things come from the well of the heart. And that's why the spiritual, you can, you can have a, a sort of idea or a teaching in, in the spiritual things and in philosophy and in, in how we look at the world. And it's going to match up because we're going to the same source. That's that source that's already within us. And I think it's it's beautiful. It's and it's it's encouraging. It's reassuring. It's beautiful. It it's it just sort of the little thing you need to keep going. You know, it's sort of that little reminder when you when you bump into another person and like what what Roop did there. You know, thanks, Roop. And yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's what we're trying to do in content content here is tap into these universal truths, no matter where they are found. Um, Ram Dass' story about the old lady who discovered all the knowledge through the universe by crocheting. I love that one. <laughs> I love that. that. You know, that's so humbling. Ram Dass. It is, man. You know, this, it, this great spiritual teacher, and he's like, wow. Wow. You know, how did you come to all this, you know? Oh, I crochet. I crochet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the second mountain I think is, um, you know, after, and this is like a, a typical American story where after you have got the material success, you then still find that there's something sort of hollow about that. And that may well send you into a valley that may well send, that may well uh, reveal to you the second mountain, which is the actual inner spiritual work. Um, so if we could just skip to the second mountain, that might be nice. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I wonder um, about that. But certainly to have a con conception that it's not that like you become the manager at work and your life is over, <laughs> or like every <laughs> moment of your life will be ecstasy after that. <laughs> There's it more to do, and it's not out there. It's in your own heart, my friend. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> The next one I'd like to bring up, Mike, is uh, something we've talked about a bunch. And this actually came from our quarantine confessions episode back in May, maybe when we did that. Um, but my dear friend Harrison uh, mentioned something that he tells his patients a lot to get one win. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Um, do you want to say a little bit about that, Mike? Uh, no, I mean, I just love it. I love the, the get one win because <clears throat> it's... Uh, we tend to get if well I I say we sometimes but I'm just really I should just say I <laughs> I tend just talking to get, about how messed up I am <laughs> yeah it's just a way of masking it <laughs> right you guys all you feel this way too you, right you you feel this way too uh, I can't be the only one uh, I no I I I tend to get overwhelmed and and uh, and I want to do you know. Um, one thing I'm learning is, uh, you know, I'm reading that book about, you know, highly sensitive people. And especially for me, I tend to have a thousand things I want to do at one time. I want to, I want to write a book. I want to do the podcast. I want to, I want to read this book. I want to, uh, I'm going crazy <laughs> and I want to spend time with my family. I want to do this. I want to get this. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's just this, 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 I do not have the bandwidth for that. Me neither. But what I love about that is just get one win. So if in a day you write a page, if in a day you do something for someone, if in that day, if you can get one win a day, there's 30 days in a month. That's 30 31. wins. 
31 and some, mm-hmm. 29 and others, whatever, 20, whatever, 28. But the, the point is that, that there's a bunch of days, there's 365 in a year, that's 365 wins. Mm-hmm. So even if you had a bad day, even if you had suffered uh, some terrible loss, you still can get a win. Mm-hmm. And I, I, that was one of my favorite uh, jewels that, that someone dropped on, uh, on the show. Uh, I totally agree, man. And, and New Year's resolutions are a good example of a lot of times I think people have, I myself in the past have had, I just did the we thing. <laughs> you know how everybody's doing this stuff? Yeah, we, you know, uh, we. I'm just talking about me. Um, AKA you, me. You have, a, you have a New Year's resolution where you want to take like a completely different direction in life and you want to do something and I'm going to work out seven days a week for three hours each day. Um, and then like you find it like incredibly difficult to achieve. Um, and that's one kind of example. Another example is that like, man, everything, everything in culture is so results oriented and telling you, you have to climb an enormous mountain today. And that becomes very upsetting, <laughs> becomes very oppressive and debilitating at times. Cause you think yeah. like, well, God, if I can't do this enormous thing by the end of the week, then it's not even worth doing. Yeah, forget That's it. That's the killer right there. Yeah. And um, the way that things change, if they're going to change at all, is one degree at a time and allow time to work in your favor. And uh, a perfect example, Mike, I decided, uh, and I've tried this many times, I just want to learn Spanish. And I downloaded Duolingo like I have done many times before. And I'm just going to do two or three exercises a day. Is Duolingo the best app to learn? I have no idea. Probably not. Um, would I be better served if I did 15 exercises every day and devoted two hours to it? Yes, but realistically, I don't have the time for that. So I'm just going to do a couple exercises a day for like four years. <laughs> and then hopefully by the end of it, I'll be like, yeah, I got it. But I don't have any delusions of grandeur about like being able to live in Mexico next month. And, and uh, you know what, you know, you know why I think it's so hard because it, and like so many things we talk about, it's counterculture. It's like so a just, sort of against the way that it, things yeah, it's, are. It's we're counterculture. To be. Yeah. Like what you're describing, it goes yeah, against true. everything we're taught, like in, 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 you know, uh, collectively it's like you know like you said you've, you've got to climb this mountain today you've got to it's just so much and it, it, it can easily overwhelm and then make you not even climb that mountain of course mm-hmm. and, and it really is a jewel because i love the example you gave of learning spanish because if you do do that and for anybody out there it's, it's a great topic right now you know because people think of the new year things they want to do mm-hmm. if you just do a little bit it really i know it's it's frustrating and it feels like you're not doing anything literally that you know i've i've committed to to writing something like a week ago and i'm like super committed to it and i'm so committed that i'm making sure every day i do a little something sometimes i write a sentence mm-hmm. so far sometimes i write three paragraphs sometimes i look at it and and i i don't do anything but if i if i keep doing that 
just the way if you keep learning a couple phrases and it may even here's the thing what if that is more enjoyable possibly maybe that's more enjoyable maybe it's more fun it's less pressure you're still gonna get there and and i remember actually i have a little story that i think can really tie this in um i remember uh when this past summer after being quarantined we we went upstate uh to the adirondacks and i love to hike i love to be outdoors i I mean it's probably number one thing i like to do to be in nature uh it's like an automatic for me all of a sudden i feel fine um so i was so excited climbing this really big climb maybe one of the highest peaks i've ever climbed that i just went nuts i went in front of the family usually i'm the last one and when i got there i I got sick (laughs) i really got sick i could could and then the air is thinner you know the combination of everything i i got sick Mm -hmm. and you know after i got sick i felt better and you know and everything but the point is i would have that's why I feel like it ties to this. If climbing that mountain, if I would have just enjoyed it, <laughs> if I would have just been like I usually do, I stay behind to keep me in case someone falls behind or something. Little by little, I really think I would have enjoyed it much more. I would have got there. I wouldn't have got sick. I probably wouldn't have, you know, and on and on and on. And, and it's just a great lesson for us. And that's a good point too, Mike, that actually one win at a time, given that time goes by so fast, especially with each passing year, as you get older, I cannot believe, um, I am 98 years old and I just I can't <laughs> believe how much time has gone by. Um, I just, I, I, I honestly though, I, I really feel like I'm in a wind tunnel of time. It's just flying by. And if you focus on one win at a time, it's a way to savor life. It's a way to savor the wins. And to, that's how they ultimately become more impactful is when you really have time to consider them and honestly enjoy them. They can really be integrated into your person. Um, and it's more enjoyable that way. It's just For easier. Sure. And you can it really is. root around in that one win as Absolutely. opposed to like, well, today I got 20 wins. Uh, but uh, you know, the next three days I got nothing. And then, yeah, uh, you're recovering. And then I got six. And then I, you're recovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like I was up there, you know, at the top of the mountain. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm all right. I feel better now. So I think we got a nice comment. Here. Yeah. Uh, Anna Marguerite Anna. jumped in here. That's why as hard as it is as a society, one should stop letting norms dictate where the milestones are. Oh, God, love that. The sooner one understands that any progress is progress. Any progress is progress. That's good. I like that. And they will always be a work. They will always be a work in progress. Let quote life or quote God or whatever is in control dictate where one should be and appreciate the small steps of success as oh, they that's come. The key. She adds, "The sooner happiness can be found, happiness with oneself." Oh man, we well, need the, that's we needed a bomb for that. I know. Where's oh, the sound? You know effect? what? Next year, I have to get the bomb sound. We got to get the sound effects going because when these quotes happen. <laughs> That's it. it. And I love the ending with oneself. Precisely. That's it it right there. And then you see you're happy with yourself. That's your lens that you see yourself through. And then when you pick that lens up and you look at the rest of the world, you're going to love them too. That's it, man. Yeah, the love goggles. (laughs) Love goggles. Yeah, there we go. That's ours. That's ours. 
I'm copywriting that right now on the air. Love goggles. You, you can now buy the love goggles for twenty three easy payments in the twenty nine ninety nine. They'll help. They'll help. Oh God, that's so funny. It's reminding me of all those uh, wild preachers who will be like, you know, buy this this cloth. Uh, you know, Jesus you sneezed in yeah, this rag. Yeah, this this cloth here. If you've you know, you put this in your house, everything's fine. But that is that is a nice uh, wrapping of a number of things we've just talked about, Mike. That yeah. let life or the universe or God be in control and dictate where you should be, and then just appreciate the small steps of success as they come. So as you get the one win, given that we are, we control so little. But we do control ourselves. Yes. And if we can use that, wield that to get one win in the day, that is, I mean, universally, incredibly unlikely, uh, quite difficult, no matter what the win is. Um, and if you get a win a day for two years, that's 700 wins. Uh, that's enough to and, put you into the championship, no matter what sport yeah. you're playing, Mike. Okay. <laughs> and you won't pee, um, puke. You won't puke. <laughs> you won't. Yes, you will simply keep a solid stomach throughout that. Um, here's another uh, uh, legendary season one content content episode as far as I'm concerned, Mike, which is why would you tell me why we need the devil? Oh, yeah. It makes no sense, Mike. He's bad. I don't it's, like him. It's the He's got the orange and the pitchfork. I want to get rid of it. Why would that be good? Why would we need that? He's it's the yin yang. It's 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 just there. You know, you need you need you need evil for good. You need darkness for light. You need, you know, you need the bad guy for the good guy. You need it's just all there. You know, uh Anna says balance. That's it. That's it. We can't balance if there if there's not both of the things to put on the scale. And That's uh right. we we all have um we we've discussed this, you know, I me and Derek at least are on the side of that we're all good you know innately and um it's the hurt that exists when people hurt people that gives a, is the springboard to what what we know as evil because then they continue to hurt people because they're hurt and that's the lens that they're looking through and um we we do without without that and you know and uh i go back to watts a little bit on this because that's sort of the the game of life that he talks about you know this gate, this play between good, evil, the roles we play. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to be the good guy. But then the good guy always seems to win. That's sort of the the way that we 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 play everything. Even in in world affairs, you know, there's this tyrant that comes in. He just does these horrible atrocities, and he just seems like he's about to win. And then good overcomes it. It's this nonstop story that keeps repeating itself. And I think it repeats itself because we do need that. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And we need it in so many ways because, I mean, and it's it's horrible to say this, but, you know, there was that, for example, and, I, and I'm not saying this uh, with all due respect to, to all parties involved because it broke my heart. There was, there was an incident in Yonkers where uh, five people died. It was a terrible car accident. Four innocent kids who just graduated high school all lost their lives Damn. and as heartbreaking as that is i'm not saying it's needed in a, in a in sense of evil because if we could do away with that but such a tragedy 
does spark, and and we if we're gonna be honest, it does spark an appreciation for life. Like as as my heart drops as I talk about it, it makes me more grateful just to be here and just to. It's I know it's horrible, and it's just it's just how it's you know I'm wired and how I think a and, lot of us are. And that's uh, it, like you said, Mike. That's the yin and the yang. Is that in tremendous darkness, there will be a drop of light. Yeah. Um, and the, another example I would use is after nine eleven. Yeah, that was a uh, time tremendous like that. tragedy. But did you ever see more American flags than after nine eleven? And did you ever see more people speaking out? We are our fellow countrymen. Well, we need I never to saw stand the together. people in New York nicer. Exactly. Never. And so that's that's a, a, an interesting angle to come at this because that's why if you look at a yin yang, you know, there's the dark side and there's a little white circle in there, and similarly on the white side, there's a little dark circle in there. That these things are interlinked. They sure um, are. That the food wouldn't taste so good if you weren't really hungry sometimes. Um, pleasure and pain are the two sides of one coin, and if you keep running away denying that the devil exists, running away from pain, coddling yourself from any stress or any difficulty yeah. is the quickest and surest way to invite the devil into your life. Sure is. If you put fear on top of fear on top of fear, running away won't deal with it. Marcus Aurelius would say a fugitive from the things you have to deal with. That is the quickest way to let the devil right in the front door, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, the Buddha's first realization is all life involves suffering. If you are under the impression that you can have every moment of your life be completely positive, um, you will find that life is incredibly difficult. If you reckon with the notion that life can be positive and negative at any moment, you are then at a much more solid ground with which to react and interact with the world. And truly, like we said at the top of the show, and again, we will get to our all acapella uh, songs. We, we have not forgotten about that. <laughs> but harmonizing with the positive, the negative, the happiness and the sorrow. And in doing so, again, kind of back to Pema Chodron also, Hopeless. that knowing that there is negativity in the world and saying, I understand that, makes you, allows you to truly appreciate when positivity is around. Yeah. And I dare say, you know, one, one of the things that I, I keep bumping into when I think about spiritual things and a lot of stuff we talk about in, in, in philosophy and everything is a lot of it is just being honest with yourself. Yeah, I know, which is hard. It's, it's surprisingly like hard. What you, what you just described is, is, its essence is just being completely honest about things. Yes. With yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I got a feeling, you were you going to bring up the two wolves at any point? Wow, Mike. Because, <laughs> because he, here we go. Revelation through can conversation. I just, like, uh, what's that last one? Two wolves. All right, good. Because 
Anna, it was next. I, I don't want to mess up your I'm order. I'm freaked out now. Because sudden, Anna right? just Anna also knew innately that we were going to talk about the two wolves. We as humans are capable of being good or evil. It all depends on which side we feed. Mike, wow. What a moment we just Anna had. Anna says here. yes. So, okay. Revelation <laughs> through conversation. And this is what we talk about. We, you know, me me and Derek, we believe in synchronicity. I think it's safe to say, right? Without question. I'm not I'm not uh, throwing that in, in into your uh mouth over here. I read Carl Jung's whole book on it. Okay. I understood very little of it, but I found it to be very important. <laughs> but you highlighted two sentences and they stuck with you. That's correct. <laughs> I do the same. <laughs> so, so yeah, and, he, and here we go. And I, and I really do believe in revelation through conversation. I do believe in oneness. I do believe that we certainly lie to ourselves and are dishonest when we think that we're in charge of anything and that we are alone. Anybody out there, I know this is a difficult season for some, depending on where you are and what season you're in, and you're not alone. It's a lie. It is illogical. It makes zero sense. You are in no way alone. You're connected to people. There are people out there who care about you. It is a complete lie. You just have to sit there and be honest with yourself. You're not alone. You're connected. Everything you do or you've done has affected other people. Everyone around you, their actions, their thoughts, their behaviors have affected you. You form your own personality as a reflection of the people around you. If you hang out with someone long enough, you'll start to talk like them. You're not alone. You're so connected. You're connected to me. You're connected to Derek. You're connected to Anna. We're, it's a lie. And I would, you know, if you believe in the devil, it's a lie from the devil. If you believe in whatever you believe in, I don't care. The yin and the yang, it's a lie from whatever darkness it's just not true you're not alone and uh if any you know if anyone needed to hear that you know i i would just always think it's important whenever we stumble onto that realm to just say that you know so i think so to too the, man the and also <clears throat> I, I honestly during quarantine um you know if if someone is feeling lonely mm -hmm. uh reach out to one person oh yeah and because this has been a very isolated time I have found uh, people that I have reached out to are more communicative than ever. That's a good because one. Because everybody's looking for somebody to talk to. Um, yeah. I've been talking I, to my, my brother and me hardly had a relationship our whole lives. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we talk. Right. He's, he's not even mean to me anymore. <laughs> well, that's great, man. It's, cool. it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm pretty damn happy about it. You know, the big brother's always beating up on the little one, right? Of course. Yeah, and, and and it says choose wisely, though. Yeah, amen. <laughs> true. No, it's okay, very true. That's true. Fair. Hey, discerning wisdom, as that's, Thich Nhat Hanh would say. That's some honesty. <laughs> <laughs> so what are these two wolves, Mike? What what What's the two wolves? What's that mean? Uh, the two wolves are who you, you feed one or the other. It's it's the, the cartoon, you know, the, 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 the good angel, the bad angel. That's right. It's, Bugs it's, Bunny was very, yeah. very wise. Yes, Bug Bunny was preaching. And... Uh, it, that's what it is, damn it. It's just that simple. It's And who you're going to feed. When the, when the bad one comes on and he's saying, you know, you're no good, you're this and you're that, you're going to feed that? And you're going to say, yeah, you're right, I'm no good. Yeah, you're right, this, that, and that. Or, or if it's uh, dwelling on something too much, you know, you know uh, you're going to feed that? Or you're going to feed the other one who's saying, yeah, you know, that happened and we can move on from that. You know, this is something... Uh, you learn from it. You, you're going to spin it and then put it into a, a positive motion. And who are you going to feed? 
who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to, uh, a, you know, if you're, if you're, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're in some type of a way a spiritual seeker. Are you going to listen to spiritual teachers who condemn you, who tell you you're no good, you're horrible? That's feeding the bad wolf. You know, you're worthless. You're you're good for nothing. Yet God was, <laughs> God decided to to love you, even though you're a piece of junk. You know. <laughs> Are you are you going to listen to those guys or are you going to listen to to the more grace-filled messages? Are you going to listen to teachers who are trying to help you, who are trying to point you in a good direction to think something good? You know, and that and that's which wolf you're going to feed. That's the discernment and um you can tell. You can tell. You know, it's intuitive if you just listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's something I I came up with, with I'm sure somebody else said. You know, uh, we could, and it was, it was in a joking way. I said it. You know, we could learn a lot from ourselves if we'd only listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, man. I think it's damn true. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it so often happen that you're like you come up with something that you yourself think is like quite profound or like impactful, and then you just completely forget about it. (laughs) I'm doing that constantly, I feel like. But it's still, and you know, just like like earlier, but it confirms, you know, we're on a path, we're on something. You know, we're we're, we're discovering the same truths. And I, we can't prove it in a laboratory, but I think that's pretty, you know, when I say something or Derek says something or someone out there says something in the comments and it just resonates, and you're like, yeah. Or, or how about when you hear one of these quotes? This is why I love quotes so much like this of, of spiritual truth because a lot of times they're expressing into, because language is so limited. It's so hard to express what, what's in my heart. Yes. And, and when someone puts that into language and I say, yes, that's what I've been feeling my whole life, but I never could articulate it. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's, to me, that's proof. Yeah, right. That's the proof. That's our laboratory, our heart. You mm-hmm. know? So, Anna's got another comment here. <clears throat> because we all have those in our lives that will try to feed that negativity. True. Everybody <laughs> at the workplace. Come on, folks. Uh, oh, man. <clears throat> got them everywhere. Even on the, on the news. If on you, the news, especially. Listen, you, they're, they're somewhere. <laughs> Again, Wolf Blitzer dying to be on content content. We'll never allow it. I'll never allow it. He keeps texting me. I'm like, leave me alone. You're a grown man. Your name is Wolf. Others, we, everyone has, everyone, uh, let me take it from the beginning. Because we all have those in our lives that will try to feed that negativity. Others will try to feed that positivity. Make sure when you need to talk that it's someone that's going to bring slash breathe something positive into your situation. And this kind of goes back to make sure to have the wisdom to know the difference. That's a big one. Um, sometimes it's difficult to have the little yeah, bit of separation know. between you, you and your own mind to be like, oh, is this? Blah, blah. But um, yeah, I, that, I mean, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, and let's say with regard to discerning wisdom, let me bring up the final concept that I would like to throw at you, Mike. And, and there are sort of two sides to it because it was a, a big thread throughout the show. Um, last week we had discussed this idea of being okay with being the one in 50 who disagrees, the one in 500 who disagrees, the one in 5,000 who thinks mm-hmm. differently. And we have uh, ground this point down to the singular word, which is paint. 
Uh, can you tell me what that mean, my, means? My- oh, God, I sure can. Probably, thanks for leaving it for last. Uh, this is my favorite, probably. I think um, so. Uh, me too. Uh, painting and the one in, man, that's a good connection too, Derek. Painting and the one in 5,000. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're brother and sister. Mm-hmm. They're so closely related. Um, painting is doing that thing that's deep within you that you've always wanted to do that you think other people won't accept you for because it's it's just so you. It's, <laughs> it's just so damn... It's not the you, you know... It's not the you that you created to grow up in your family. It's not the you that you created to be sex- successful in whatever um, enterprise that you set out on to be you know, a breadwinner in this world. It's not the you that you created to fit in with your friends. It's the you before everyone got into you and molded you like clay. And you had to be that to survive. And that's the painter that we we talk about. That's the one inside you who's going to be the one in 5,000. That's the, the, the you, the deep you that if you, if you dig in enough, you'll come to find. And man, that's such a core of what I've learned this year. That is such a, a core. And if we can impart that beautiful feeling um and i don't want to speak for you derek you know jump in if if i'm if i'm not saying this the right way but i think you're spot on man i'm gonna say content content is me and derek painting without question and it is i'll tell you guys you know we 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 started this show and we didn't know what the hell it was gonna happen (laughs) because we went to lunch we had great lunches no one likes to talk about this stuff. Me and Derek were just so excited that we had found someone to talk about this stuff with. We always walked away from our lunches feeling better about life, being encouraged, learning something, having something to think about. And bef- this was before, this is not a quarantine uh, podcast. Right before the quarantine, we we started it. And um something we wanted to do because it was our painting. And it was something that in my life, most of the time, nobody wanted to hear me talk this stuff. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, I was in a, in, in a cult who they, did, they wanted me to shut my damn mouth so bad. Um, that's all they wanted me to do, just shut the hell up about, about, about anything outside of what they were saying. And um, damn, it feels good to paint. It does. Uh, that's a great point, Mike. That's what this show, <clears throat> that's what this show is for us. And something we mentioned on the show before, too, is like jump and the net will appear. Mm. Um, Because we didn't exactly know what this show would be or become. We still don't, but we have a better idea than we did before. Um, And our one win was, I don't know, just doing an episode that week and seeing what happens. And already it's found more form than it had before. It's found more of an audience than it had before. Um, did we have gaffes and goofs along the way? <laughs> Certainly, of course. Uh, I forgot to record this thing. This microphone didn't oh, work. Yeah. This background was sure. weird. The internet connection. I was in the park for two weeks with a bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> but we kept going. <laughs> but we kept going. One sentence, one word at a time. One word, one win at a time. 
Uh, and that's what painting is. If you feel intuitively in your heart, you would like to do something or be something. And, you know, maybe it's just a fleet. People have fleeting thoughts. Okay, that's fine. But if it's something that continues to knock at the door of your mind, yeah, you got to do it, man. Because you life is it. so dang short anyway. Even if it's difficult, well, okay, you don't have to do it all today. Get that one win towards that painting. And of course, painting the original example, of course, was the uh, middle-aged man who is married, has two kids, but and he just wants to paint. And of course, everything in the American value system is telling, well, nobody's going to buy your painting, so it's not worth it. But yeah. money has nothing to do with creating art of any sort. No, it doesn't. And, and the truth is, when you truly paint, and, I'm, and, and, and I've had to challenge myself on this, I'm... I'm, several times me and Tarek have our little talks, you know, uh, so we still have lunch. <laughs> That's true. And when we have our lunches now, sometimes we're talking about the show and stuff. You know, we talk about everything, but sometimes we're talking about the show and I've had to catch myself and say, well, you know what? And Der Derek will check me sometimes because I, I do have this little ambition kid inside me from, from <laughs> you know, from since I was little. You've always been ambitious, Mike. I've always had a little ambition guy in me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have to check him at the door because I we'll be talking and I'll say, but uh, you know what, Derek, if I really believe in what we're talking about, if I really do believe in painting and that it's going to go where it needs to go and wherever it goes, it's where it's supposed to go. Like if I do believe in that trusting in God and the universe and in and, and, and purpose, then I need to let this take its course and I need to take my hands off it a little. I need to do what I can, but for that big idea or that big moment that that may or may not take it into another, what we call another level in, you know, in, in society, I need to trust and I need to let the process be the process. I need to not run up that mountain and get sick when I get to the top like I did in the music business. <laughs> and... <laughs> I have to check it, check that ambition at the door. And I've learned that, you know, and. And that beautiful. correlates to the one win thing to me also. It's one also win. just like take yeah. one step. And because did you, did you ever see anybody who took a step that was 10 steps at once? Yeah. And uh, it's like a Zen koan. It's like, and what's to get the sound into, of uh, one hand clapping? It just, it just can't be. One of those generic spiritual principles that can get like, oh, okay. Uh, the joy is in the journey. That, I mean, come on, Damn man. It is. I'm sorry. I know it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like you know oh, the joy is in the journey. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Right. Sure, nice sure. mohawk. See you later. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get that. I get it, man. But it's damn it, it's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's true. Sorry. And we've got. Uh, I think Anna's got some good stuff. So Go to the one above that too. I think. Uh, yeah. There we go. The crazy thing is that in church we refer to God as a potter, and we are His clay. Only God or whoever one believes in that decides who the us is truly yeah. supposed to be. Oh, so God. when you said painting is the you, you, that's what came to mind. Yeah. Basically, who we were meant to be from moment of creation, but have strayed because of outside influence. Damn, man, are you killing us today? <clears throat> I bomb. know, it's got some great ones. Bomb, and bomb, bomb. That, that is what happens to m most folks, uh, certainly in modern America, is you allow the outside yeah. influences to completely dictate who you are and how you feel. Yeah. And I don't fault anybody for doing that because there's overwhelming pressure every moment of every day to do that. 
Um, and oh, again, man. when it when you say like, well, I want to be somebody different, it seems like an enormous mountain to climb and an impossible one. And when you are uh, like, uh, uh, when you're trying to climb a mountain and you're only ever looking at how high the tip of the mountain is, it's so scary the whole time. Um, but taking one step, having one win, and trusting yourself over time, things will happen for you. Oh man, she hit the spot with that one though. You know, yeah, I know. I'm basically what I said. I'm writing is it's basically about that. So talk about synchronicity. Yeah. Um, it's so important to listen to that still small voice within you. Mm-hmm. It is so important, you know, because in a church, God is just code for the pastor sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's just you know that's all it is. You know? And we've really got to get outside of that box. Yeah. We've really got to let God speak to us. We've really got to trust, not in a system. Not don't, don't downplay yourself and say, well, I don't understand what they're talking about, and so I'll just do what they say. No, no. You know deep within you, in your heart, there's a heart math. You know, there's something in there that makes sense, and you know it. And, and, Anybody in, in a situation like that who's who's being told who they are, what to think, and there's something in you that's saying, you know what, I, I don't know about that, you know, but but then there's you'll because you're going to be humble about it, and you're going to say, even though it doesn't make sense to me, I don't get it. Well, maybe they do, and they really understand spiritual things, and I'm just a nitwit and a dummy, so I, I'll just trust them. No, you're not a nitwit. You're not a dummy. You probably. The fact that they're up there acting like they know everything is your discernment to know to get the hell out of there <laughs> and run. If they, if you meet anybody who's got it all figured out and who's, that's 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 the soapbox they're standing on, hi, you got it. You I got, got it all it. figured out. This is this. This is that. Because let me tell you something. There's a million interpretations mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna beat up the Bible on that one. There's a million interpretations of everything. Right. There's 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 a million scientists who believe different things. And there's a million religious people who believe different things. And there's even people in the cult where there's a hundred people in the cult, and all hundred of them don't even believe the same damn thing. But mm-hmm. they've decided to trust in the guru, the leader, the narcissist. So. And it speaks to how individualized the spiritual path is. Amen. And there are, of course, principles that can uh, be um, mm-hmm. sort of universally applied. Yeah. But and can, I, can I just add to that real briefly? Go right ahead, sir. That reminds me of the gospel according to Matthew. The gospel according to Mark. The gospel <laughs> according to John. The, the notable word there, according, according to. to. <laughs> We're and not if, saying this is universal. We're just saying this is what this yeah. guy said. And even in, even in the New Testament, <laughs> there's the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And then there's John who came later who had his own theology, which I happen to love. It's my favorite one. Um, who came and he put a spin on all that. Mm-hmm. So they even say that Matthew, Mark, and Luke were sourced from a s- certain text. And 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 John went further, and he he was the developer of probably 
a, one of the early theologies along with Paul. And so it's according to, let's <laughs> not forget great. that. Let's not forget that, you know, and, and here's, here's some blasphemy for you. Whatever I got, it's the gospel according. I'm just gonna be honest. It's a gospel according to Mike. Mm-hmm. It's just being honest. It's not yeah. blas. It, you know, and that's the thing. So often we confuse blasphemy for an honest spiritual search. <laughs> it's just true. being honest. You know, <laughs> even the people who who recorded that gospel, they were still, even though it got taken over by Constantine, even though you know. King James was the one who put it on the text and, you know, published it. And these are people who wanted to control the masses. They still had, they still left that according mm. to. Right. Something they to could, think about. Why did, in retrospect, why did they not say, this is what it, this is the exactly. official book of Matthew. Even they said, you know, just could according have to things around. what he was saying, you know. According to this guy. <laughs> So to any content content listener viewer, any person in any uh, walk of life, what is the gospel according to you? Yeah. Uh, because to oh, you. Blasphemy, is, Derek. <laughs> well, we do like to be blasphemous on content content. <laughs> We're just a couple of heretics. <laughs> well, Mike, I think, uh, I think that's a decent place to leave it. Um, I would like to say that 2020 was an incredibly unique year, um, but I am tremendously very, 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 very thankful um, for any and everyone who listened or watched uh, any portion of any episode of Content Content. Oh, yeah. Um, in 2021, I think we have a lot of exciting things lined up. Um, we will be adding the Wednesday show, uh, content content late night, dare I say. By late night, I mean about 7 p.m. Because <laughs> relative to 8 a.m., that is yeah. much, much later. Um, and, and we do have five confirmed. Five uh, confirmed. confirmed yes. Ready to go starting <clears throat> January 6th, every two weeks. And we're going to have some fillers in between that Derek is going to do. That's right. You can hang out with me every other Wednesday. And we're going to get to see the other side of Derek, which is his, his comedic side, which pops up here plenty. True. But uh, we're going to get see, see that side a little bit, too, which is going to be exciting. We're, we're going to dig into the comedy scene a little bit, see what some of those folks have to say. We're going to hopefully get some uh, religious professionals of some sort uh, from various diverse backgrounds to yep. see what they have to say about the type of crazy stuff that we talk about. Um, so that'll be exciting. If you want to join the super secret, super private, but anybody can join content content private Facebook yeah. group, um, we will be doing more uh, room chats yeah, that, that, in that there. That was great. So room for anybody who doesn't know, it's a room. You you make it on Facebook. You guys can all join. You're you're in video. You're live. Don't be like Jose and hide your video. <laughs> hey, no, I say we, you. Anybody can love engage. To see you. We love. Well, Mike, I've always said you. if you listen to content content. You're good looking. It's just, I mean, we've done the research. It's we've done autom- extensive yeah, research. You're a beautiful, beautiful person. We would love to see your face. Yes. But, you know, hey, say they're driving, which I guess you shouldn't be talking on the phone and driving anyway. But, <laughs> you know, you can engage with uh, with content content to the extent that you feel comfortable. You can take one step at a time, dare I say. But we'd like to see. Yeah, sure, we'd like to and, see it. But more importantly, if, we'd like to hear what you got to say. And if anyone does want to see how Jose looks, uh, they have their show going on right now after hours, <laughs> which is Courage to Continue. Um, 
And I guess I don't I don't have the link here, but uh, Courage to Continue is the name of their show, and it's on now on on their Facebook pages. That's right. They're uh, they're the uh, David Letterman to our Johnny Carson, yes. so to speak. Yes, they're they're the uh, the, the 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 like extension of the series, I guess. <laughs> That's right. They're in the they're in the content content universe. Yep. Uh, but seriously, this has been a crazy uh, year, um, but we have built a little bit of a snowball that is a content content community. And thank you, everyone, um, to contributing and being part of it. And I really do think, uh, like I said last week, you know, you can listen to a podcast or watch a television show to hear experts talk about things. Um, I certainly do that and learn things. Um, and I certainly hope that certain things resonate with certain people. Um, but we are discussing the very nature of existence here on Content Content. And a lot of people, most everyone, has a pretty strong opinion on that. And we would love to hear it. The more raw ingredients we can put into the sausage machine that is the wisdom maker of Content Content, the more we can strive towards universal truth. Um, which is yep. uh, timeless. Whether it be Socrates or an old grandma crocheting today, there is tremendous wisdom to be found in any and everywhere in between those things. Um, and mostly, as we've always maintained, Mike, we don't have anything figured out. We're just trying to talk about this stuff so that hopefully some of it will stick in our own heads. <laughs> and if that is helpful to anyone else, uh, come on in because the water's just fine. <laughs> yep. And I, I'd just like to add a little bit to that. Super, super thank you. I'm so grateful uh, that absolutely anyone got into this crazy conversation with us. Agreed. Uh, because we were worried and we were like, it was hard enough to find one person and I'm 46 years old so it took me 46 years to find one person I could chat with this stuff about <laughs> now the the audacity that I actually thought I was gonna go online and find people that would actually connect with what we're talking about I thought was just crazy pretty nuts but they're out there we and there's some. a lot of people seeking and there's a lot of people who think in these in these terms and i'm so grateful for that it's it's been a difficult year but this is our silver lining um and i'm just happy that i can even think of something good that came out of 2020 like that you know and it's, it's agree, man. very encouraging and like derek said man super 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 thankful for all of you guys and uh please join the facebook group because you know what uh, you can also post things, you know, like uh, Yovana has been posting some great stuff. I know Yovana has been killing it in the group. And um, also, guys, I'm still, uh, I think it was Emily that put up the, uh, no, uh, Eve, right? Wandering so. Eden. Yeah, it's Eden. Yeah. Eden. Mm -hmm. Yes, Eden. Yeah. I, I got lost there for a second. <laughs> but man, that poem she put up so good and just please guys and apollo he just wrote uh i know he, that thing went viral did it Do you know that i mean it's been shared it's it's like it who knows how many tens of thousands of people have shared that really what he wrote and that was a jewel that was somebody from our group uh super uh great writer apollo and someone we've had on the show and uh if you haven't checked that out please you know we, we've posted it and it's it connected with me a lot because it reminded me of my cult experience and uh it was just wonderful but uh 
uh, Giolani. It's too. But you look. Look at this. Wait. We're, listen. We're gonna call you out here. Look, Giolani. We replay it. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. It's too early maybe to be here with us. I I, I agree that's with that. Okay. That's, that's totally okay. okay. But man, you can still hear it later, man. <laughs> we said, you can still hear it, man. The, the 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 it's recorded. As soon as this finishes, it's, it's there. You can scroll through. You can watch it whenever you like. And happy New Year to you, bro. Love you, man. We're out. Happy New Year.